welcome to Whiskey in the Stream, where we play 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons in a homebrew setting. This is a real play podcast, so there's likely going to be some adult language. So, yeah, take that as your warning. My name's Ethan, and I am the voice of Kaylin. Let's dive right in. All right, we are going live. Instead of a bank, just buy a casino. There you go. Be as sketch as possible. Go full Mazbex on it. Very Mazbex. You're by the casino in, was it Cherokee in North Carolina? Where was it? Hold on, I'm going to Google it. Wait, Caitlin, did you say we're live? Yeah. We just went live. (laughs) Oh, whoops. It's okay. It's not showing up on Twitch yet, so we're good. Oh, okay. Should I? All right, well, I'm going to operate any assumption that it's posting through. So, welcome back to Whiskey in the Stream. Uh, Peppa may join us later. She may be out tonight. We shall see what we shall see. But she did the recap last time, so everybody else, please roll a d20 and low goes. Huh. Holy it's smokes. <laughs> Holy crap. The lowest roll is a 17. Wow. Did mine go through? Because my computer just froze. Yeah, you got a natural 20 on your roll there, buddy. Yeah, Kevin, you are very safe. Can you not roll that low anymore during the session? Thank you. I'd be totally okay if you guys roll 17s and ups this whole time because, you know, survival. Oh, you know we're not going to, though. That's fair. I mean, I'm already not. <laughs> yeah, if it does become a TPK, poor Asti is just going to escape and find a new group. Convenient. Convenient plot progression. All right, so, Gurdon, what happened last time? Um, I'll start where my notes start, and you guys can tell me if um, how far off I am. So, we go visit Einrich. Um, in anticipation of going to the sewers the following day, um, Gurdon discovers that his, uh, some of his equipment's missing. So he goes, uh, searching for that. Heinrich has not really stolen, but, uh, done, uh, taken it upon himself to sharpen a few blades to the point where they are borderline dangerous. And he has imbued some sort of magical um, spice pouch into the wooden spoon that Gurdon has been holding on to. Um, It's pretty solid. And he's happy with that. Um, We get a message that our fire suits are ready. They're made of some sort of reflective leather. They're offering us immunity to extreme heat. Um, we are able to wade in liquid up to two feet with those, and there was an option to select either a Plague Doctor's Mask or one that uh, is more open to the elements, and each of our party selected one of those. Once we all got fitted, we went to the customs office, uh, he has left us a package and some sort of crude map to find our way into the sewers. Possibly in the sewers. I did not write that information down. Um, We do wander towards the... uh, It's not on the map anymore. One of the the, uh, sewer entrances. It's out in the fields between the city and what looks like the ocean, I think, if I'm remembering correctly. We meet a pretty solid um, guard that was denied passage with us. Some of our party members. We enter the sewer. We meet some poo poo like creatures that explode and then they get sticky. Um, we find. I can't read my writing. Some stomp print, what? Snake pattern, tiny footprints, books. All right. Disregard all that. We see a body. We go check it out. 
Um, after a fairly solid investigation roll, um, <laughs> I believe it was a one, Erdin was entirely convinced that one of the two bags laying next to this um, formerly living adventurer is safe to pick up and investigate, and is immediately chomped on by the mimic that was, in fact, this bag that I had picked up, that he had picked up. And now he's dead. So, that's where... Well, that's, he's at zero he's, hit points. He's, he's unconscious and actively being swallowed. So that's where we are. Yeah. That was, uh, uh, that was a whirlwind recap. Yes. Uh, Einwert giveth, the mimic taketh away. Sticky fingers. Sticky lots of things. Uh, Gurdon is currently head and shoulders inside this toothy mall. Pseudopods have extended around and are trying to bring him further into its gullet. You can see that bits of his suit are beginning to tear, and some of them are starting to dissolve. We're going to start at the top of the turn order which is Peppa. Normally, I would say that I'm not going to play characters who are not here, but I'm going to take a little liberty uh, and use (laughs) Peppa's bonus action to wild shape into a large white bear with a red cap and a scarf. Is he passing out? Do you need a (laughs) Coca-Cola? That... This was her description. Uh, so, the I'm glad I, giant, me and Gurdon were on the same page. Oh yeah. So the giant Coca-Cola polar bear. Uh, <laughs> then you use rights to that. <laughs> that's right. Uh, that's not a company. It's a it's a breed in this world. Coca-Cola. <laughs> fine. Uh, so. The big bear attempts to remove Gurdon from its jaws using a strength athletics check as a counter against the Mimic's uh, adhesive property. But because it is the Mimic's adhesive property, she does have disadvantage. But she's a big girl. Big bear. She's a big bitch. She is, she is large. Uh, a medium creature. Save is. He's playing with himself. I see that. When I think about. Dookie. And yes, that manages to beat the DC. She got a 16 total. Uh, So this big bear grabs Gurdon by the legs with its teeth and pulls him out of melee, which. The Mimic then uses its opportunity attack to strike at Peppa, because it cannot strike at Gurdon, uh, because you're being moved outside of your own choice. Oh, your damn, your damn Mimic is rolling like, what, 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 what the, what the shit, man? Yeah, it is. Uh, Twenty-one to hit definitely hits the bear. Uh, she is grappled, but can, tosses the limp body over her shoulder. Right. Uh, she fixes this unconsciously. Unconsciously, yeah. ragdoll over this bare shoulder and bounce off. But hey, you didn't land in the poop. Excellent. <laughs> True. And I'm gonna go ahead. She is a large creature at the moment, so we'll just go ahead and make her icon huge. Uh, unfortunately, uh, there we go. Because she's large, should do that. Uh, Aurora and Kaylin, you're currently being squished, so you would be shunted out to the other side. But that is her movement is now zero because of the adhesive property. Uh, she used her action, her bonus, and that is it for her. The swarm of rats that root you can start to see now roiling through this muck. Some of them are up onto the stonework. That creates a little footpath on either side of the actual sewage trough. Some of them are actually in the water, bouncing off of each other. But as they sprint down, a pile of shit reaches out 
and lunges at the rats. Magical helping poop? Unintentionally helpful poop. That uh, does have an advantage because it was successfully hidden as a pile of poop. Shit's alive. <laughs> Six points of damage to the rats. Uh, so you see the poop reaches and grabs several rats at once and brings it towards its central mass, which opens up into the jaw and shoves the rats inside and splashes over top. Jagged bits of broken pottery and bone chunks that you fear are being used as its teeth uh, are grinding these things up, which squeak horrendously as they continue down their way into the alley. Uh, Turning and seeing a giant bear now amongst the midst are carefully weighing their options. Uh, Gurdon, you are still unconscious, so I do need a death saving throw, please. Uh, This is just a straight d20. Ooh, uh, that is unfortunately one failure. So you do not full die until you get to three death saving throws, or you take enough damage to equal whatever you're remaining, which is currently zero, plus your maximum for a one-hit kill. But that is unlikely in the scenario. Mm, yes. Live, live, live. Halen. Alright, um, if I remember correctly, my sword is adhered to the Mimic, right? Correct. Which is also my arm. Correct. So... I thought I unstuck them. With... Dirt. I think well, it gave advantage, but I don't think we had a chance to come back to your turn yet, did we? Mm. I can't remember, to be honest. My notes end with, we are adhered to the Mimic and Gurdon is down. Kaylin is raging. <laughs> Yeah, I think your your sword arm is still currently stuck, uh, but you do have advantage to remove yourself, so actually that should have been a straight roll for Peppa, because Root had used Mold Earth and brought down a bunch of the mud and muck that was stuck up to the ceiling. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, Removing something actually would have disadvantage. She has given advantage to it's just a straight roll if you want to try to use part of your action to free your weapon. Um, you can otherwise try to stab into it, but the attack would have disadvantage as you're trying to fight through it by just kind of pushing your sword through. Now, would this be con- do, to do the check? Would that be like a free action or is that going to be my action for the turn? Uh, it would be. I guess we're only level three, so if I mean it, uh, we'll call it a, a bonus action. I can use it bonus. Okay, yeah, that's fine. All right, so just a straight strength check, correct? Uh, you can do strength athletics. Well, that sucked. Oh, unfortunately, you are still stuck. Seeing that he can't remove it, he will then go with the route of all right. We're just pushing in. <laughs> And he's gonna uh, make it a reckless attack. Um, okay, so I'll make it a straight roll. Okay. Sorry, I'm just. I don't think I have any of my feats yet, right? Not yet. You're on level three. Feats shouldn't start until four. Right. Or do right. you mean class okay. Uh, I just had to remind myself we don't have the feats yet. Okay, so straight attack with my great sword. Twenty-one. That hits. All right. Um, so because I'm raging and it's my first attack, oh, my computer's about to go out the window. All right, eight points of slashing damage, and now I got to do my radiant damage, which, if my computer would scroll. Well, now I get pl- plus two to that for the fact that I'm raging, right? Yes. So in that so, case... Sorry, ignore that. Oh. Uh, so in that case with the plus two, what does it look like when you kill this mimic? Uh, okay, sorry. Computers did weird things. Uh, he's just going to push in and then all of a sudden just feel a pop whenever he reaches whatever heart-type organ it has and just realize that he's pushed in far enough and then just gives it a good twist until it drops. 
and what you feel, it has that wet pop, but it's not long before that pop separates and hits something a little harder, and you push through anyway. And it begins to feel like you're cracking through glass. And you feel it bite in and twist, and it pops apart uh, like a glass sphere that you've now broken in half with the tip of this weapon. Uh, the mimic immediately writhes its tentacles about, or its pseudopods about, and melts down into this purplish-blue puddle with a broken, two broken hemispheres uh, cracked in the middle that you can see is slowly losing whatever energy once contained it. Okay. Can Aurora see that? Uh, yes. Um, can she do an arcana check or something to see like what that, or like identify or kind of see what that energy purpley stuff is? Let's see. I think arcana would probably be the best bet for this creature. Well, that's the end of Caleb's turn. <laughs> I will not. <laughs> Yeah, you're not entirely familiar with what you know a mimic is, other than this creature that can be disguised as other things. But you know, usually you see it as chest. It is a little unusual to see it as you know a backpack, but it's possible. Worrying enough for sticky fingers over here. Uh, sorry, and I cut you off, Caitlin. You said that was the end of your turn. Yeah, I didn't know if that you needed to know that before. I don't know if we're still in an initiative, basically. Oh, oh we yeah. actually need to do that. Okay. We still have stuff and things attacking. <laughs> good, um, good, good. Aurora is going to cast Cure Wounds at second level on the Garden. Ooh. All right. Smack him in the arm. All right, and after the smack in the arm, you take 11 hit points of damage. <laughs> uh, just kidding. So you regain 12 hit points. You are conscious, but still prone. Let's go ahead and remove that giant X from your face. All righty. BDR, it is your turn. So is my, my good buddy Gurdon alive again? He is. He is on the ground next to you. Uh, most of the top part of his suit is has been dissolved. You can see quite a few puncture marks around his chest and shoulders. Uh, but he is conscious. His eyes are open. I would also like to um, cast Cure Wounds. Don't heal his stupid ass. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I need uh, uh, apples, apples and bananas. Is that a D8? Yes. Uh, so Cure Wounds will be a D8 plus your Wisdom modifier. The bear's name is Craig, and he's our robot. <laughs> he's old Greg. Old Greg. Wow. Night, guys. Sorry. No worries. Uh, totally Gurdon, fine. Root just maxed out her heal on you for 13 additional points of healing. Ooh. Good lord. Thank you, guys. Oh, heal that stupid ass. <laughs> I'm now picturing Gurdon in, like, overalls because the only thing keeping the top part of his dress together is just two two straps. <laughs> Yeah, it probably is part of like an overall set where it's like thickened leather to keep everything up and in place. Yeah, no you're, more you're just, just totally shirtless, even spots missing on the fur. <laughs> but then just see some old mom tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Thought I got that yeah. right. part with the with the banner. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Uh Root, that was a good solid action. Anything for your bonus or your movement? Um, I'm good. Got it. All right. The poop. Le poop. Will do probably one of the worst things you could imagine poo could do. Besides come to life? Other than come to life. And explode? You see that bits of it stretch out from the back of the pile 
and snap thin like a membrane that flexes flexes again and becomes airborne. Oh no. Flying. Holy shit. <laughs> no, it's a flying shit. But does it have can it do radiant damage? I guess there's one way to find out. Let it let it attack you. I'm not letting that shit roll. It does roll. Shit rolls high. Uh, Everything you're throwing rolls high. This is a little concerning. These are like the minions, and they're rolling way higher than they need to be. Um, but it, you know, the rats kind of had stopped and looked and saw Gurdon laying on the ground, and they begin weighing their options of this is a quick free meal. This this looks like a bite and run kind of situation. Before Pooh drops down on top of them, gathering another large section into a mouth that opens up. Uh, Peppa begins smashing into the blue puddle with her big paws. The swarm of rats, in a panic, are going to attempt to attack the poop. Mm-hmm. Uh, so ass blaster. <laughs> Ass blaster. Uh, more than half of the rats are currently gone. <laughs> well, they're still there, just being digested by poop, which is Jesus. funny. Hmm. Everything. Really- yeah, it's all high rolls today. This is really, really concerning. We're good because that means the head guy is going to roll low because all the minions rolled high. I hope you are correct, sir. Uh, the rats are taking bites out of this poo, but they're very quickly becoming ill from doing so. And those that have taken a bite of it are almost immediately rolling over, swelling. They have made a poor choice. They've made a shitty choice. They, oh, damn. Well done. Uh, Gurdon. <laughs> I'm up. <laughs> Shake off. With, with, um, I guess it's half my movement to get up. Is that right? Yes, sir. All right. So <clears throat> I, I stand up and for my bonus action, I'm going to apologize to Kaylin. I'm going to cast Shield of Faith on myself. <laughs> it is understood. Because I have some uh, insecurity issues at this point in my life. <laughs> and I see this dead mimic, and I see uh, behind me a... Is the, the poo's no longer flying, correct? Uh, correct. The rats have sort of formed this chain holding it in place. So it's hovering a bit above the pile, but they've formed this daisy chain up and wrapping itself around the poo pile. Why are you ruining daisy chains? Well, I don't want to interfere in that action. So... A rat king mixed with flying poop. Yeah. I, I really nightmares are made out interfere. of. <laughs> I really don't want to interfere with this action. <laughs> At this juncture, but appears we're at a crossroads. Yeah, no. Um, I'm afraid I don't have a choice, so I'm going to collect you. myself, hold my shield up, and I'm going to swing my hammer at it mightily. All right. So, are you targeting the rats, the poop, center uh, just... mass of the dookie? Got it. Just to let you know before you do that, there is still the other backpack. Next to the body. No. No more backpack for you, girl. No, no, no. I appreciate the reminder, but no. Understood. Go ahead and attack the poop. I have done so beyond his rolling. I will tell you where it lands. Got it. That is a 19 plus 5, 24. Yep, that hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Let me just do it over here because it takes forever for that thing to work. Sorry. One, eight, 
plus three, nine points of DMG. Uh, now that you are next to it, the smell is god awful. I have the. You did. I did have balls. <laughs> it's until it's right this moment that you recognize that your vision is no longer obscured. You can see everything clearly now that the mimic is gone. But unfortunately, all the smells are currently available to you. Uh, you immediately like pull your hand up to try to block, and you're like, "Oh my god, I can smell it on my arms." Uh, putting your hands back further away from your face and then like you look down and you can see you know these puncture marks all in your upper body this is horrible <laughs> yeah this is horrible but you did a big boom to uh to this pile of poop is it still alive oh yes okay I don't want to burn all of my I don't want to burn all my action here, so let's go ahead and call it. All right, Kalen. All right. He is going to, well, if I could click him. There we go. Uh, he's going to look over at Aurora and be like, hey, maybe check that bag and see if it's worth taking or not a mimic. And he is going to come over next to his buddy, Gurdon. And I don't know if you allow us to be a free action. See that he is maskless and like, oh, this is awful. He'll just be like, take <laughs> off his face shield and give it to him because he doesn't need one. Well, that won't help him with the smell. Kalen may not realize that. Okay. Because well, he doesn't breathe. I would say that chances are you could do it without any concern after combat. But in combat, I don't think that's your main... Because, like, one arm is currently a, a sword. Yeah, it'd be like... Yeah, and, like, the other one, I think you have to use... Because it's still a two-handed weapon, so I think you're using it to help kind of guide your arm. And in that case, because he is still raging, he will go ahead and make a reckless attack at the poop. Advantage. Glad I have advantage. Nat 20. Oh, nice. nice. And were you targeting the poo or the rats? The poo. Got it. Poo. All right. Go ahead and roll that beautiful crit damage. Uh, he'll tell Gurdon to cur turn away as he's swinging because he knows if he kills this thing, it's probably going to go. Uh, and we are doubling the dice. So 14, 17, 19 points of damage. I still have the Radiant. Do you want me to add that on there? That's up to you, but it is going to die either way. <laughs> so what does it look like when you kill this poo? He just... I don't know. He, it's poo with wings, and he's just like, there's everything wrong with this situation, so he's <laughs> just gonna just hit it as hard as he can, just to flat. He doesn't care. Just slice it up. Slice and dice. Got it. All right. And I do need a dexterity saving throw from both of you as well as the rats. All right. And I would be able to see this effect, right? Correct. Okay, so that just gives me advantage. Uh, oh, I didn't have to roll for the rats. They're immune to restrain. Okay. Very good. So both of you managed to avoid the poo splatter from cementing you in place. And the dookie chain of rats collapses down. They didn't go flying? <laughs> Several rats did. Like, individual rats went, popped off with it, like, a, like confetti on a balloon. But the bulk of the swarm still manages to maintain its horrific condition. All right. Aurora, prior to your departure, uh, the uh, Kaylin had asked you to check out the other bag before he went off to go attack the flying poop and has since killed the flying poop. The swarm of rats are still there. Peppa is a big bear splashing in a mimic puddle. What would you like to do? Okay. 
I am going to throw a dagger at it. At the swarm of rats? No. At what? At the bag. Oh, right. Go ahead and make your attack roll. Uh, you Now, if you're throwing it, it is on the ground. So prone targets you would have disadvantage on a ranged attack. Okay. You hit. Ha. Uh, it smacks into the bag, and you hear this muted pink. What is your passive perception? 14. It sounds sort of like metal on metal, but there's stuff in the way. I don't know about this one. I'll check it out. Okay. When you're done, can you give me my dagger back? Uh, it does bounce off and away from the bag. I want to pick up my dagger. Uh, skirting around it, giving it as wide a berth as you can. I would say it probably costs you maybe 15 to 20 feet of movement just to cautiously go around it and pick it up. Yeah. But you get your dagger around the problem. Chonker. Oh, yeah. Dear. <gasps> oh, 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 Biggins. That's just going to be the permanent thing that we see for Gurdon. Just cat face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you could do that to a cat. I thought it would be mad. Oh, she's probably mad, yeah. <laughs> she's probably not mad. Do you like being scratched? I <laughs> 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 scratched. Wow. Oh, All right, <laughs> oh. If she was upset, she'd run away. She's not going to run away. Oh. She looks mildly perturbed, but not really mad. May I have a sweater <laughs> or t-shirt with Abby on it? I would really yeah. I think I could probably arrange that. Oh my god. All right. Oh, my cheeks hurt. I'm not used to smiling. <laughs> Don't make oh. me happy. That fat ass brings me so much joy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Root, what would you like to do? Mm. So we still got rats to deal with, right? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Greatly diminished swarm. I will move slightly in front of the boys. And I would like to cast one thorn whip, please, at the rats. Understood. Uh, now, is it a ranged attack? Sorry. Um, 30 feet. Uh, does it have the ranged like property as part of it? Like, ranged spell attack? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's look in a butt. Take a look. Reading rainbow. Alright. Nope, it's a melee spell attack up to 30 feet. That's pretty awesome. Alright, please. Uh, deliver us your thorn whip. Which is... Uh, <laughs> uh, D20 plus wisdom plus proficiency. Uh, D20 plus wisdom plus proficiency. Gotcha. Now we'll say if D&D Beyond is working for you, if you click on it, it should be able to just pop it over. But it doesn't always, so it's no biggie if it doesn't. No, the um, it doesn't connect with my thing. Browser does not like it. Ah, Roger. Well, an 11 still hits. Please apply that thorny damage. How I do. Whip me, daddy. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, it is 1d6 piercing damage. Oh, uh, do, 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 do. oh shit. I want to make a calendar out of all of Kaylin's faces of different stupid shit we say. 
Where do I find piercing damage? Um, it is just one of the, the property types, so you can just roll 1d6, and that's how much damage it will do. Uh, but piercing becomes important because it determines uh, resistances and things like that. Ah. Yeah, I need to, like, grease our chairs or something. Like, both of our chairs and they're having a whole full-on conversation. Yeah. Three. Three points of piercing damage. Did anybody else attack the rats recently? No, right? It was just the poo? Yeah. Root, you notice that as the thorn loop goes through the center mass of this pile, and you see it stab through several rats, it doesn't appear to be as effective as you would have expected. The thorns do cut in, but it should have done more than it did. And that's not your dice roll. That's, you know, with the dice roll, you know how much damage you expect. But for some reason, it seemed to resist that damage. Well, I don't like them. (laughs) That is fair. They've earned that. Um, Peppa's turn. Peppa sees you throw a dagger at the bag and gestures a giant paw at it. What? (laughs) I I don't speak bear. (laughs) Does anybody speak bear? And you, you just see, like, paws go up like this. I'm sorry! I don't understand Bear! She gestures towards you, gestures towards a bag, and then makes a motion like this. You want me to karate chop the bag? And then she gestures towards herself. You want me to karate chop you? (laughs) Oh, God! (laughs) Kayla's gonna turn around. She means karate chop the bag. She will karate chop the bag. Gestures. See? Kaylin's player has gotten used to trying to translate a certain lizard folk druid who does these same exact things. Who's also a barbarian. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, then Aurora's gonna be like, well, go ahead, hit it! Smashes a priceless glass relic that was inside. Right. <laughs> That's what solve the world's problems. <laughs> but you're the cancer! <laughs> smacks the bag and pauses for a moment and lifts her hand slowly and she has a small cut on her paw. Uh, it's not significant, doesn't do any damage, but then starts poking it with her claw and then just sort of lifts it off and then Root, you being right there, you can see Peppa has found the hilt of something. Uh, so that is her action. She's kind of focused in on this now. She's not really paying attention to the rats. The rats, however, are paying attention to all of you. No. Alright. No. Okay. You're shitty. Alright, so we will call Kaylin Gurdon Root, so 1d3. Remember, I can't decide who to attack. I let the die decide. Gurdon! Gurdon! The rats swarm around your person, on you, biting, just gnarling and slashing all up and about. It's not a good time. Okay. It's just having a terrible day. That's not going to hit. Does a 13 hit? No. All right. So they are biting. You can see them trying to gnaw, but they're not even getting through that uh, heat-resistant material you're currently wearing. All right. That is it for their turn. Gurdon, it is now your turn. Is there anything odd about these rats in appearance? What's your passive perception? Or you can use a free action to make a perception check. It's a 15. With the 15, you would recognize that quite a few of them seem uh, a bit emaciated. So it seems like they're going in this weird feeding frenzy. Okay. But other than that, nothing seems too strange. All right. I'll I'll swing some some hammers at them, I reckon. They are all on your person. It's going to be difficult to swing a hammer at them. It would be. (laughs) You can do so without damaging yourself, but it would be at disadvantage. Hit yourself. Uh Uh-huh. We just healed you. Yeah, you did just do that thing, so... (laughs) Jump in the water? I'm not jumping in the poo. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. These. No poo for you. 
I would like to take my bonus action to um dude, they're they're on me, correct? Yes sir. Okay. Oh, I am gonna move to the middle of the party over here. Like so in, in the middle of where everyone's standing. I'm gonna use my uh bonus action to emit a daunting roar and they'll need to succeed a wisdom saving throw. Or they will be frightened of me until the end of my next turn. So this would be the frightened condition? Correct. Uh, so you let out this bestial roar as they're crawling about you, and you have to cut it a little short as one of them starts to try and climb into your open mouth. Ah! Uh, you snap shut, and as you look down, while Several members of the group are a little perturbed. The rats do not appear to be affected by the frightened condition. Okay. I'm going to light you on fire. That's fine. <laughs> um, is my... Let's see, is my... I'm on solid ground here. I drop my hammer. Is that a free action? <laughs> if you wish to disarm yourself, yes, that would be a free action. Alright, I'll prop it against this wall here, since, sort of casually. And I have, uh, let's see, I'll do an, uh, my unarmed strike is an attack with my claws. I'd like to go ahead and do that against these rats on my body. Maybe a little easier than swinging a hammer at myself. Was the roar, uh, an action or a bonus action? Bonus action. Nice. All right. I think that... Makes sense. Uh, So it would be a straight roll to claw at them. Right. Is that plus... Wait a minute. Uh, So proficiency. I wanted to do that stupid pop-out thing that I absolutely love and can't fix without friggin' reloading. Solid. Alright, so 19 is 1d4 plus 3. Let me just do it over here. Assuming a 19 hits. Oh, yes. 1d4 plus 3. 6. 6 points of damage. Alright, as you slash through, you cut a couple of them in half, but you notice that, you know, you should have done a lot more damage to the swarm than that. It appears that the slashing is not quite as effective as you would hope. More effective than smacking them with a hammer on my hips, so... Fair. I want to roll with it. Alright, I'm good with that one. All right, Kalen. Please don't stab me. (laughs) He will not be stabbing you. Uh, He is going to walk over to Gurdon. Hold still, friend. And he's going to try and punch a rat. (laughs) Like, just an unarmed strike. Seeing that the slashing doesn't go, he'll think bludgeoning damage might. Got it. All right, go ahead and make an unarmed strike. Uh, And I'll make this a reckless attack. Okay. A weapon attack. Come on. There's an 11. Oh, wait. I have advantage. Natural 20. Why would you have advantage? Oh, reckless. reckless. Yeah. Got it. 10 and 11. Yep. That hits. All right. It is four bludgeoning damage plus two. So, wait. Strength weapons. Sorry. Never mind. Just just, uh, four. Got it. Uh, you punch and squish a couple of rats that are like going across his shield. So like you time it so that you do no damage to Gurdon, but you notice that it doesn't do as much damage as you would have expected to the swarm. He's gonna look at Gurdon. He's gonna look at Aurora. And be like, "You're close to water, friend." Aurora, light him up. Them, not him. And he finds that it falls on deaf ears. Yeah. Hang on a second. I'm also closed in... They've tried all three damage types. Fire resistant. Wait, wait, wait. This is the... Um, You're in fire resistant. That's right. Yep. The fire or the... I mean, the, the poo or the rats? The rats. Okay, so the rats are immune to... Piercing. Nope. Resistant to... Resistant. Piercing, slashing, and bludgeoning so far. Okay. And frightened. Are they on, still on Gurdon? Oh, yes. Okay. Sorry, events, bro. 
But we also remembered he's wearing clothes that make him immune to high heat. I know. Not a sock. He can see his nipples. Alright. I'm going to cast... Uh, I'm going to cast Chromatic Orb at first level and choose Cold Damage. Go ahead and roll to attack. You were within five feet, and that is a ranged attack. So you would have disadvantage on an attack roll for a ranged spell at that distance. Okay, hold on. Um, can I shimmy? It would be leaving the melee range. That's fine. Okay. Okay. Their melee range is zero, so you actually have not been in their melee range yet. Cool. All right. So I'm going to try and cast first level chromatic orb. Um, at full damage. It's a seven to hit. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> um at least it wasn't a one. Because that would have been full on Gurdon. Uh well no, it Gurdon. doesn't hit me either though. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> so Gurdon, you're I know still getting, like you managed to pull your shield in time to block Kalen's punch at you, and then you see Aurora on the other side of this giant polar bear throw this whitish blue orb at you rather quickly. She fires it out from her palms. And you see the air, because it's humid down here, you're in the sewer. You see the air itself beginning to freeze in a trail behind it, and you manage to barely dodge out of the way. But as you pull back out of the way to dodge, you see several rats also pulling back out of the way to dodge. Uh, That is your action part of your movement. You still have the rest of your movement and a bonus action. Uh I is don't think these is rats. This is something funky, y'all. Rats can speak. <laughs> Squeak. Squeak twice if you're actually a humanoid. Kaylin will look at Aura and be like, I said light them up, not freeze them up. Didn't they already, didn't y'all already try fire damage? No. No. Oh, no. shit. My bad. <laughs> You, you actually asked that twice and said no. I I don't have a memory. It's hard to brain. Tis. Tis. Tis Root's turn. Root, what would you like to apply? Um, can I do some sort of check to investigate these rat things? Because they sketch and I don't think they are what they appear to be. Uh, you could make a nature check uh, or investigation, maybe. Nature nature would probably make the most sense. I'd like to do that, please. Okay. Uh, I rolled a 21. Wow. Uh, looking at the way they're moving, how they're kind of moving together as this group, uh, how emaciated many of the members look while almost all of them have rat bites on their bodies. Uh, you are looking at a swarm that has been driven to the brink of madness by starvation. Uh, with such a high roll, you recognize the chances are they're being outcompeted in this environment, and several of them have gathered together to try to do whatever they can to survive. So even though normal rats would have fled by now, these are trying to get whatever they can. Okay. Uh, do we happen to have any food in our pockets? Backpack things? No, we have rations. Yeah, you can just have rations if you're willing to sacrifice. There's also a dead body. Oh, you know, they don't eat if they're dead. There's, there's that. You're out of control. There's we also a dead, dead body. body not far along. Far away. Oh yeah, dangle it, dangle the body in front of them. How close am I to the dead body? Let's see, so each square is five feet, so you are five, ten, fifteen, twenty, about twenty-five feet away. Okay, I'd like to move over to the dead body, so I can move twenty-five feet. Can I throw it towards the rats? 
Throw what towards her at the body? The body. Oh, well. Throw it at you Gurdon. Can, you can certainly try. I have a shirt. Like <laughs> <laughs> I can, you can certainly try. <laughs> Is anybody wearing get dick? No, I'm the only one wearing uniform today. Get fuck? Uniform. Oh. I mean. It was a Freudian slip. Oh my. Uh, so what you can do, Root, uh, to attempt to throw the body would probably be a strength athletics check to throw this body past Peppa at Gurdon. Meh, that's a six. Uh, you lift, you know, you grab it by what remnants of leather armor on its back and you by the belt and you lift it up and the lower part of the leg drops into the water off of the body and in a panic you just drop the rest of it um it, it moved a little bit too poorly and then now that you're this close you're seeing a lot of acid burns on it as well as other kinds of bite wounds on the body it's it's not a pretty picture does it look like a mimic attacked it Root looking at the body, looking at Gurdon, there are quite a few similarities. Sorry, bud. <laughs> um, could I, as a bonus, uh, talk yell to one of to to my compadres? Hey, let's throw this body at the rats. <laughs> they need foods. Yeah. Easily done. Bring it strong. Yeah. Peppa's big and strong. Hey, Peppa Bear. <laughs> Can you eat body two rats, please? You can understand her. She reaches down. <laughs> uh, strength athletics. She is large, and the thing she's trying to throw is medium. In fact, she doesn't even have to eat it. She just has to turn around. Sure, and like drop it. Oh, yeah, that's a good thing. Um. So it is no problem at all for her to lift down and clamp around part of this body and smack it up and then kind of start just rubbing it up and down on Gurdon. <laughs> if you didn't know already, if you didn't know already, Gurdon, you're having a bad day. Yeah, it's not Gurdon's best day. He went from winning a cooking competition to this. Uh, at least so body, so rats are being scraped off of Gurdon onto the ground, and some of them start clambering back up. But some recognize that there's rotting meat here that doesn't fight back as much, and some of them are starting to jump off onto the body. All right, it is now the swarm of rats' turn, and Peppa has dropped the body. Look at me go. Nice. They are really not smart. Bailey. Even with a minus four, they recognize here's an easier meal. Uh, and Gurdon, they mass exodus off of you onto this body and begin tearing the cadaver apart. Set it on fire, someone. Uh, well, Gurdon, it is your turn. So if you are choosing to set these things on fire, you certainly can. The body is being rapidly devoured by these rats. I don't have a good way to rapidly engulf these things in flame. Yeah, how about we get the fuck out of here? Um, I, I really want to. I really want to burn them. <laughs> what do you have that you could burn them with? I have in my possession you have a, a tinder box and torch. A tinder box. Okay. Um. I think it's an action to light the torch using a tinder kit, though. Yeah. And then I could disarm myself on top of that. <laughs> so for this round, do you just want to light your torch on fire? No, I don't want to do that. Okay. I do want someone to grab the bag that's not a mimic and get the fuck out of this hallway, because this hallway sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so further into the hallway, it does end. So you would have to go either 
on the map up or down. I'm gonna come back over here and wait for someone else to tell me where to go because I don't want to be first in line for anything. <laughs> Got it. All right, uh, Kaylin, you are up next. All right. Um, let's see. All right. Even though they're probably resistant to, they they are resistant to the slashing. Kaylin's gonna think about the radiant damage and the fact that they're in a sewer and maybe. That'll hurt them. Are they looking pretty, pretty fit, or are they uh, thinned out pretty much? The swarm is significantly smaller than it was, but the individual rats don't look much different than they started. Yeah. Okay. Um. He'll be a pro- he'll approach and be like, "All right, if this doesn't work, an enemy behind us might be worse than only enemies in front. So let's burn them up." And he's going to recklessly attack with his greatsword. Got it. The rat's not the body. Oh. All right, so 21. That hits. All right. Uh, 11, sh- 11 slashing damage. And let's see if it rolls this. Ah, nice. Uh, 7 radiant damage. What? Wait. Why is it seven radiant? Uh, it's one d six plus one. Eh? Oh, because it's half your barbarian level. Right, 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 right. I forgot about that part. See, I always do that wrong on my NPC that I have for another campaign. Mm. Nice. Whoopsie. <laughs> oh, so Whoopsie. <laughs> so, what does it look like when the radiant damage kills them? Finally. Uh, just blinding light erupts from the slash mark and just you see him screaming and keel over and fall into the shit water. All right. I'm very happy about this. <laughs> Gurdon approves. All right, little rat bodies are floating in the sewage water further down, and then that begins to continue down the train. And Gurdon, since you're at the crossroads, you watch the little bodies float, and when they get to the center of the crossroads, they head further down. So, on the map, down or south. As the water is flowing very slowly that way. And I use the term water extremely loosely. The stool that's in it. Ah, look at you two. Man. Killing it. Jeez. All right, so we are out of initiative. Kalen's going to look at Gurdon and be like, no more mindlessly touching bags. I check the bag, sir. Yes, he had sticky fingers. Check better. <laughs> and then he'll have the face shield. Oh, now. Oh, 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 oh. Because it did zero for... <laughs> For Kaylin, but uh, it does not help with the smell for Gurdon, but it at least covers his face. So you have. I feel, I feel slightly better about it. You won't a have mask. any splashback now. A mask, nipples, and pants. <laughs> I, I mean, Just... I wasn't naked before. No, but like, that's not part of like revolved. Yeah, like up here. Oh, that was like half of it. Oh, no. We were saying, oh, like, I... or, or oh, stuff up here. So he has a very I... wide uh, neck. I got a, got a He's got a deep V neck. Yeah, I got a deep V. I don't know what you call a regular crew neck. Crew neck. It's a deep. It's a deep. He's got a shirt where the the neck part is really big. Yeah, it's a big hole. We all said that like seven different ways, but yes. <laughs> red is red. I don't want to hear this mauve crimson oh play. Hydrangea. Ken is not allowed to name colors because I'll be like, can you get that? What do you think about this one, honey? It's red. No, that's crimson. That's burgundy. This is fire engine red. This is cherry red. red. It's a different oh. bright red. I, I should show you our paint fans that we got for picking out paints for the new house. 
We didn't, I didn't know. Shit in our house. We just moved in and said, so me. many shades of gray. More than 50. <laughs> you know, there are 86 at Lowe's. You got blue based grays. You got brown based grays. That is true. Yeah, green, you got green based grays. You got purple based grays. You got regular grays. A slate green. Beautiful. That is gunmetal gray. That is a light green. That is a light blue. That right there was a gray or silver. They do no metals. You call that gunmetal, sir. If I reddish orange apparently is not an acceptable substitute for salmon. No. No. Salmon is more like coral. Which is which is another reddish orange or pinky orange. It's it's clearly rust. Rust is iron oxide. Color. The color. The cutologist little eyeshadow I got from ColourPop that was like a good dark orange rust. Or orange, according to you. Yeah, well, you can call me a cutologist because I'd be studying you cute. Oh. All right. So done with the shit. Every game with these two. Oh my God, I thought it was gay as hell, too. <laughs> I know what I'm saying. It, it, it was well said. It was well said. Thank you. 15 years too far in, damn it. Yeah, that's what she said. All right, so the. <laughs> too far in? 15 years? Like. I was talking about the too far what about in. Peeing? What about living and pooping? And At that point, you're a conjoined set. Would you just be pissing in me? Why do you have to be weird? Why can't it just be like anglerfish? That's a thing, by the way. Males just bite onto the females and they just waste away. They basically become testes attached to the female. That happens. Did you not be be inside me for 15 years? I got shit to do. I have to go to work. I I have laundry. No. So... What would you guys like to do now that the battle has uh, finished, at least for now? I'd like to make note that shit adds up at the bottom, and it seems the bottom is in this general direction. I'm going to point downstream where the water is flowing. And Kaylin would agree and say, yeah, they did tell us to go downhill. Don't we have a map? Don't we all have maps? You have maps of the major city. No, I thought we were given maps. So hold on. Let me check my notes. We were Sorry. given a crude map, I think. Yeah. That's uh, what but Kaylin will go over to the bag and look at the bag a little bit before yeah. we move it on. Oh, it's a crude map. Some overlay of the sewer runs. Uh, go ahead and give me an investigation check. Kaylin, I think I heard Gurdon saying he was assisting. Is that right? Yeah. All right, so then you would have advantage on that check. All right. Dirty 20. Nice. Uh, what you find are the contents of an explorer's pack, but without the rations, as well as a scimitar that, as you lift the bag open, is glowing lightly inside. The sheath has fallen off to the side a bit, uh, but it is surprisingly clean in this very dark area. Take it, take it, take it, take it, take it, take it, take it. Yeah, it won't be cursed or anything. Just pick it up. Yeah, take it. I wouldn't uh, put a mimic next to a cursed item. Yeah, you would. Yeah, I would. It's <laughs> <laughs> literally why he was like, he'll pick up the bag but not touch the sword yet. <laughs> He'll look at his magic doers and be like, yeah, can y'all identify what this glowy sharpie thing is? Sword thing is? Magic people, do you have the spell identify? No. That's okay. I don't have it prepared. I don't have it prepared either. Caitlin, that's a sword. Yes, I mean, I know it's a sword, but what kind of sword? Hey, you want me to check it out? I'll check oh, it out. Sure. I don't have a sword. I have detect poison and disease. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you want to check it out? I was so waiting for 
Auf what? Did you find out that kind of sword? He'll give the pack to everybody and be like, here, you can divide up what you need, but Gurdon, you sure? If you want to look at it. Here comes the, the sword. Arcana, the Arcana check. There we go. 14. All right. With a 14, uh, you are looking at it. You can see that it is shedding light, and you can see what appears to be a crescent made of opal. That has been embedded into the cross guard. Uh, it's a rather nice looking scimitar, leather wrapped with copper uh, pommel as well as copper colored cross guard. It's more than likely a different alloy, something that's going to be a little bit more solid. Either that or it's enchanted. You said an opal shaped crescent? No, uh, a crescent shape made out of opal. And the sheath for this, you said, is in there somewhere? It is. It's almost right next to it. Uh, it was just unfortunate that when Peppa smacked the bag, she happened to hit the blade instead of the sheath. And when Aurora threw her dagger, it bounced off of some part of the sword. It's on a moment. Sticky fingers. Yeah, I think we should wrap this up in something to secure it. And take it with us until we find someone smarter than we are. Kaylin will look inside for the sheath to just put it in and be like, look, we can just keep it in the bag. Maybe it's a family heirloom and the bag has a name. So you're picking it up to sheath it? The, he's going to hold this. Well, okay, no, Gurdon didn't pick it up. He's got the bag with the two pieces separated, which is lightly glowing. So it is shedding. Uh, bright light out of the bag when it's opened. I mean, checks out in my book. <laughs> yeah, he'll pick he'll pick it up I'll to try and yeah. put it in the if sheath. You're not gonna put it in the sheath. I'll put it in the sheath. Yeah. Just get ready to smack yeah. me. <laughs> he picks it up to put it in the sheath. Uh, you pick it up, and it's a very well made scimitar. It's very light, well balanced. And as you're holding it, you look out, and it's casting bright light in 15-foot radius, and it goes dim light for another 15 feet. And as you look over it, as you get ready to sheath it, you see on the other side is that same sort of crescent shape, just in reverse. So there's it has like that opal, instead of just being part of that, the small sliver of a crescent, seems to be a much larger piece. Thanks for listening. And just as a reminder, if you would like to catch us live, be sure to head over to twitch.tv slash happyboomdnd. We are live every other Thursday from around 8-ish to 10-30-ish. Really all depends how many rabbit trails we go down. We would love to see you there, and if you do stop by, be sure to let us know.